If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely because you're currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this show was about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. Lore Folk Podcast, where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd, and today I'm joined by my co-host, confidant, and pharaoh of Egypt, who is refusing to let my people go. It's Medibar! Ah, the plagues. Ah, kill your firstborn. Sing them goddamn Stephen Schwartz songs! Yeah. Uh, the plague, it was bad. I don't remember the music from the movie... For fuck's sakes! Sorry. Okay, we're doing an episode! Hey, I don't know Sorry, why I'm doing everybody. this voice, but Aiden. I got a lot of energy! Ah, Aiden did a good bit, it's, and I didn't know no. it! You don't give her no, no respect at all! Stop! We're here! We made it! Well, uh, if you may have noticed, the outside world has gotten very scary. We are no longer in our usual environment, which is why maybe the audio quality sounds different. Maddie and I are on separate sides of the country Woo. as we face an international turmoil. That shall not be named, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's capitalism. It's capitalism and nothing else. That's the only issue. And you know what, Maddie? <laughs> it's kind of true. It is. We say it as a joke, it but it's, most, it's mostly true. If things, if it wasn't for capitalism, this thing would have been solved a long time ago. Mm. Um, or at least Ain't a lot more rapidly. Ain't that sweet. Uh, we got a grand spanking new episode of this show for you folks today. Hopefully it's not too weird and off balance, but our show normally is. It's kind of a ramshackle operation at all times, because I bust out the captain's quarters and scream, Hello, and welcome to Lawfolk, like every time. So, it's kind of normal for it to have this kind of chaotic energy. You can't have a weird episode. If your show is already this hashtag weird and quirky, am I right? Can oh I get God, a are weird in the back? quirkiness? Oh, just yeah. consider us the front page of Tumblr. We are so anyway. raw XD here. Oh my at God. I got all these goddamn Invader Zim hoodies from Hot Topic, you know. All right, Maddie, why don't you, what's on the docket today? What, what are we dealing with? Um, well, I just had a question for you, just to start things out. Um, Lay it on me. This is from... I had looked until now. Uh, Call of Duty 666, absolute legend <laughs> and a mad lad, would like to know. This is sort of, I'm really proud of Call of Duty 666 here because it seems like they're sort of coming out of their comfort zone. I would expect this to be a Call of Duty or a, a satanic themed question, but they want to know, what would you do if you had a dungeon? Just a simple question from Call of Duty 666. On the I would install a large river with mm. a, a large amount of candles surrounding it and i would have a little boat ride so that when i write my operas i can take this uh. woman that i've been taken with 
down to my secret little um, murder dungeon. dungeon, and we can have a romantic boat ride while I sing beautiful songs. Yeah. And, and she and sings then, for me. In the night, I'll sneak in and I'll place a bunch of dolls all around your water and what? I'll turn it into small world. And then you'll no! try to come down with another maiden and you'll be like, sing for me. And then all the dolls <laughs> will turn on all at once and she'll be like, oh, what is this? Is this it's a small world? And you'll be like, no, 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 I'm trying to have a dungeon moment. I'll be in the background with a remote that says like, dolls, go. Maddie, and, uh, you fucked this up for me. Really I was, she thought I was so cool and mysterious and hot. And you made me look like a fucking nerd. If I had a dungeon, I would fill it with small dolls so that every time I go to your dungeon and replace your cool shit with singing dolls and then you get rid of them in a fury and then I wait a little bit. I don't do it immediately. No, no, no. I wait a few months. You it's know? a long con. He's thinking, oh, she needs to buy more dolls. Secretly, I've had the dolls all along, but Aiden doesn't know that. He waits. And then I, and then I, or I wait, and then I fill it back up with dolls again. And he's like, ah, damn it. And then he's like, no. He clears the dolls out. And then the very next day, he brings another maiden down, thinking, I haven't had time to reorder the dolls, but joke's on you, boy, because I've had a whole dungeon full of dolls. And I fill that shit right back up with dolls, and it's a small world again, but this time, it's, it's a small world holiday edition. And they've all got little hats on, non-denominational holiday hats, uh... And they're singing, uh, what are they saying in the Christmas version? Uh, in the non-denominational holiday version. Uh, I don't know. But it doesn't matter because all the cool ladies you brought down there have already fled. They're long gone. And you know where they're hanging out? In the doll dungeon? In the doll dungeon! Your dungeon is just purely here to sabotage my dungeon. Yeah, well. That's very petty and vindictive of you. I don't appreciate that at all. I thought we were friends. We are, but if I'm the kind of person who has a dungeon, I'm the kind of person who's going to be really petty. <laughs> I finally decided to take the final step in my life in my Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Dungeon is on the same level as being a petty-ass bitch. All right, Maddie, we got another Yahoo baby boy here to ask us a very important question, and it is, where do leprechauns come from? I know sirens come from the expression of greed, and if you turn into one of you are... What the fuck is this sentence? I know sirens come from the... Ex of greed and if you turn into one you are tempted and then you are forced to tempt others to their fate i know banshees are created from tears when people are unhappy i know that banshees cause misfortune and disease is that a thing banshees do apparently i know fairies yes. are born when babies laugh for the first time congrats you read peter pan or when wow. do, where do leprechauns come from what produces <laughs> them every time an irish irish person suppresses an emotion <laughs> A leprechaun is born. <laughs> oh, I've created so many leprechauns. Oh, God. No, that can't be true because there'd be too. We'd be overrun by now. <laughs> That's true. Oh, society. Where do leprechauns come from, Aiden? Society would have collapsed if that were true. Oh, my <laughs> the God. The leprechaun uprising. Yes. Um, I think leprechauns probably come from every time you do a little jig. Much oh. like fairies with the clapping, you have to do a little jig, and that will uh, birth a It'll baby leprechaun going. from the, you know, the vaginal canal of a rainbow. Ah. Uh-huh. That's what's at the end of a rainbow. Yes. So, like, I kind of want to talk about these banshees, though. Yes. Like, leprechauns, we can figure out. We have the science. We'll, we'll do that later. But banshees are created from tears when people are unhappy. 
question mark yeah um i don't know about y'all out there not to get too real but uh <laughs> if that's true then uh i got a whole lot of banshees out there swinging for me do i own the banshees that come from my tears or are they just there i think they're like your kids and you haven't been paying child support okay so i'm like a i'm a sperm donor <laughs> for banshees <laughs> Yes, and there we have the episode title. <laughs> Boom! We got it! We, we can tell it. that it's going to be it in the moment for once. I know, yeah, that doesn't usually happen. Except but, for uh, Werewolf just... Green Card's Marriage, that one felt like right That's there. That's pretty good too, yeah. So I donate my tears unwillingly and banshees are born from them. Okay, fine. Someday, someday it's going to be like that scene of that guy who helped all those kids escape uh, terror in World War Two. Where he's in oh, that church yeah. and he doesn't know that they're all the kids grown up and you're going to be there or super old and wrinkly. If you were born from this woman's tears, please rise <laughs> and the whole room is going to lift. Oh, no. And then, oh, and I'll be so moved that I'll you be crying. crying. <laughs> and there'll be more banshees just showing up in the theater and I'll be like, and I'll be like, please stop. We, don't, we can't support this banshee population. And, and I'll then, be like, oh, I'm just so And then touched. they're all going to start crying because you mean so much to them. And oh, then no. you're going to become a grandparent and it's going to be a mess. Oh, Damn. God. Family's worth it, though. Oh, know. this is a very uh, cursed relationship humans have with banshees in their production. It's not Sorry right. That, guys. break we're in the middle of the episode definitely at the time of recording yes here we are i've been recording for so long i'm practically dying here just a lengthy episode and we and we just recorded and i'm recording after this the second half it's almost like we're in the middle of the episode right now and i'm just so pumped to be here maddie what were some of the classic goofs we had in the first half of the episode oh you know we talked about cryptids and Aiden did a silly voice and I said something really quietly that he had to cut because it wasn't funny you know all, all those classic bits we do all those we jittery. talked about the the snurf up yep the classic cryptid the snurf up and the way he vomits on baby goats and then turns those baby goats into zombies and then he rides them into battle and he forms small armies and he just plagues the countryside of Peru as we all remember from the first half of this episode that we definitely have already recorded by this point yeah, in the show. obviously. All right, Maddie, we're doing ads because we're a bunch of babies who have no sponsors. So give me an ad for bees? Bees? Um, you know about bees, but have you ever encountered bees? It's like when you see a bee... From a distance, but you don't have your glasses on. And you're like, is that a bee? Or like, you just have bad eyesight like me and you're not wearing glasses. And you're like, is that a bee? I don't know. You hear it in the distance, you know, whizzing by and you're like, wah, wah, wah. so it's sort of a tool, uh, a war tool, if you will, uh, to punish your enemies. Instead of just attacking them with bees, 
they're like, oh, it's bees. I'm being stung. Ah, bees. But uh, if you attack your enemies with bees, uh, they won't know. There's a psychological element at play when they when they don't know what the buzzing whizzing past their ear is. Oh, oh, I see. You're not selling bees for warfare. You're selling the idea of bees for warfare. I'm selling conceptual bees. Conceptual bees for sale. Come get your bees. Uh, so if you'd want to confuse someone, uh, but not do them any physical harm with real bees, uh, I, I strongly encourage you to purchase bees. Uh, and normally, normally folks on this show, we do some funny voices for the ads, uh, because those are characters that we're playing. But, um, then this is very important. I'm not playing a character right now. I am genuinely selling bees. (laughs) So, uh, if you want to purchase some fucking bees, hit me up. Here's my personal phone number. It's definitely me saying my phone number and not just me saying words while Aiden bleeps it out. Yep, there it is. So contact me. Don't forget the zip code of the phone number. Um, they can just at you on Twitter, Maddie. At me on just Twitter. Plug your Twitter. <laughs> at me on Twitter. It's at Maddie Rooster. Not because I like roosters. We've been over this before. Um, if you want to purchase some bees and confuse your worst enemies or your friends. A spicy prank either way. This also seems like a good point for me to plug my Twitter. It's at AidenKid, A-I-D-A-N-K-I-D-D-D, like three Ds, much like King DDD from Kirby. Yes. Um, I'm not selling any conceptual bees, but if you want to be my friend, that'd be cool. If you want to purchase conceptual bees, you need to follow me and Aiden on Twitter. If you set notifications for a... If you, if you make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and hit the bell to be notified when we post a new episode... Then I'll throw in some extra bees, some real bees, uh, for free. So you'll get bees and bees. You have to do all of that. It's like having the box legendaries in Pokemon. You need the two of them to get Rayquaza. That's bees? Uh, Aiden, do an ad. I haven't scrolled to the section where we wrote them down, so I can't tell you what it's for. It's too conceptual. It's too much for my small mind. But tell us about it. I got an ad for uh, Otto's Automobile. As we're well aware, we are currently in late-stage capitalism. It is ravaging our country, and so a lot of products are going unused and being thrown away, given current crisis. Insert here. So what I'm doing at Auto's Automobiles is to not waste these cars that are not being purchased. I'm going to eat all of the cars myself so that they don't go to waste. It's very important to me, auto automobile, that nobody feels like we're wasting precious metals or materials. It's just all going to me, and it's keeping me alive and sustained in these harsh times. This was less of an ad and more of a public service announcement to tell you that you also could be doing things such as this in these trying times. Have you considered, you know, eating the young? Young people or young cars, Otto? The young? Oh, I see, yes. No, I haven't. Why should I consider that? I think if everybody got cool with eating things that we don't normally eat, this could be like a good time for that. You know? But just young things we don't eat, right? 
Just the young? Uh, you know, just some things, you know, sometimes they're a car, sometimes they're a child behind the school. You know, you never really know what you're gonna get, because as I said, these are trying times, and you never know what's gonna happen. You're never gonna know when you're gonna need a snack. And as a society, we should get cool with that right now. Um, Not everyone has access to Trader Joe's. Sometimes you take what you can get. Oh. What are some of the benefits of uh, eating the young, Otto? Clearer skin. Oh, shit. I do need that. Um, that's about it. Oh. It tastes good. I, I, in, in theory. Oh. Not that I would know. Really? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, I just think, like, maybe we should consider the idea. Right, right, right. Okay. No, 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 but you haven't done it. Um, Can you just keep talking? Sorry, we just need a little more longer to trace the call. <gasps> I mean... That's the end of the bit. That's how we're going to segue the fuck out of that Yay. thing. <laughs> Sorry if I stole the bit with a bad bit. No, it would... No. Maddie, The entire never... time I've been trying to look up, what's who's the fucking car... The Freddy Fish car, but it's not Freddy Fish. It's a car. You what the fuck it's, are you talking? It's about? a CD-ROM game, and it's you know Pajama Sam and Freddy Fish, and then there's another. Who? <gasps> oh, Who? I've just discovered that Humongous Entertainment, which made a bunch of CD-ROM games in the '90s, is based in Bothell, Washington. First, you made me look up look up what the hell a Zumbini <laughs> is. Zumbini. And now, wait, you know? Do you know Pajama Sam though? No, I have no Fox? idea what you're talking about. <gasps> okay, I have to send you a picture. They're all CD-ROM characters from the early 90s. Anyway, it's putt I was playing Zoo Tycoon and UB Funkies as a kid. There's, I don't know what these are. There's a sentient car who fucking ran or walked so that Lightning McQueen could run uh, named Putt-Putt. And I was trying to do a Putt-Putt bit, but I literally couldn't remember that his name was Putt-Putt. Well, he better look out because Otto, he hungry. Lorefolk is a part of the Podcast Network Network, PNN. We're a network of shows in Chicago. That means we work together to cross-promote shows, projects, memes, and other fun things. If you want to help support us, tell your friends about us and listen to our shows. Also, keep an eye out for our ad slots. We plan to start selling ads soon, and you can buy one to tell the world about all the cool and hip things you're working on. Or you can frivolously spend your money and have us say whatever your heart desires. Yes, that's right. For the small price of $6, we will say whatever you want to a point. Don't be weird. But do support the Podcast Network Network today. Maddie? Why do people assume ghosts can't wander? They always assume that ghosts stay forever in the place they died. But I see no reason a ghost can't just wander around. Can ghosts use... Well, I don't know. I was going to say can ghosts... Maybe they're just bound. Maybe they're region locked. <laughs> <laughs> like a goddamn Nintendo Switch. They're region locked. Because I'd be like... Well, I was going to say, like, can they, you know, can they be on boats and stuff? Like, because maybe they're just stuck in the country they're at. But even still, you could wander all around the country, so why wouldn't you, right? I think the idea is most people assume that ghosts stay in the house where they died. Yeah, they're, like, attached to it. I don't know why I say 
said it like that. The question literally said that. Um, I think they can leave. I think a big plot hole in the whole ghost idea is the fact that it constantly seems preposterous to me that ghosts would not immediately get bored with Earth and go yeah. fly somewhere else into God. space. You could be you a have, ghost on Mars. You have immortality in flight. Are you not going to go check out Mars? I was just thinking about going to Madison Square Garden and catching some free concerts. But why would I do that when I could go to the sun? I could literally punch the sun. <laughs> you Goals. could if you die. If and I it's die. worth dying for for that thrill. But Maddie... Yeah. Originally, I mean, if I try to punch the sun right now, I'm going to die anyway. So it's sort of a win. Like, the sun better watch out, because either way, here I come, you know? <laughs> so what's funny here is we have another Yahoo Answers question. Oh, ho, ho. And anonym- another anonymous user who asks, what would make some spirits say earthbound? If a person was killed, tortured to death, <laughs> would they be resting in peace like we hope, or would they remain earthbound? Oh. Now, first off, I find it weird that they keep capitalizing Earthbound like it is the classic SNES game. Maybe they think that the SNES game is based off of the the concept of being Earthbound. They've clearly and never the played the classic thing. SNES game with its protagonist NES game. But what's most suspicious here is the fact that they say, if a person was killed, <laughs> tortured to death, would they be resting in peace? Hey, Steve. That's oddly specific Steve, in the... Steve, you lip- killed that guy, right? I don't want his spirit sticking around. Uh, yeah. I tortured him to death, right? So he's resting in peace, yeah? Uh, I don't know, man. That's sort of a gray area. I don't want to die and have to go to ghost court for murder, is what I'm saying. Exactly. I want to make sure this is a done deal and there's right. not going to be some uh, trick pulled I at the end. I killed this guy because he's seen too much. And you're telling me he's still sticking around? Oh, no, 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 it's no. Like, I can't have that. It's like this question asker includes ellipses between tortured to death and the rest of the sentence. Like, it's really eerie. I don't like it. could have just been like, oh, for example... Tortured to death. Ah, whatever. Off the top of my head. No biggie. But they really, uh... Why do you want to know? You know? How do I know you haven't tortured someone to death? It's concerning, to say the least. Alright, I got one more question for us here. Oh, boy! Are... I can't wait! Strap in. Get your snacks, everyone. Oh, my... I, uh, hold on, I gotta get the popcorn! Get your fucking... I'm so excited! I told you to have these ready! No, I gotta put it in the microwave! Hold on a sec! While we're waiting for Aiden to pop his popcorn... Um, 30 uh, more seconds so, so subscribe to Lorefolk uh, we're on Twitter uh, uh, are we on Tumblr still maybe who knows irrelevant uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram and also drum roll <laughs> uh, we're on TikTok so okay, follow us on TikTok are manifesting things real manifesting money lovers jobs school grades etc my friend told me that in order to manifest something you have to believe you already have it for example if you want to manifest a hundred dollars you believe you already have it and think about how you could spend that hundred dollars and then you do she also told me that this could work on literally anything even changing your appearance if you truly believe you have a small nose your nose shape will actually change to become smaller Something to do with tricking the mind, question mark? Honestly, if it was real, it sounds kind of sketchy and witchcrafty. And that's the whole question. So, Aiden, 
are manifesting things real? Yes. Yes. Oh, Aiden says yes. End of question. End of question. <laughs> Asked and Absolutely. answered. I got my popcorn already, and it's just like a flat yes. I don't know. It was, you know, it was a lot of preparation for, for this bit for me to get the popcorn, and you know, now I don't really have a whole lot of take on it. You know, you you manifested the popcorn. I manifested some sweet new TikTok Sarah's followers. On the popcorn there. Aiden's um, manifesting phlegm in his throat right now. No biggie, no biggie. It wasn't phlegm. It was a piece of popcorn. Oh shit! Right, I was choking, and I almost died, and it's really insensitive that you framed well, it like I was joking. Not everything is a joke, Maddie. Maybe if you just manifested the popcorn out of your throat, you wouldn't choke on it. Uh, stop using what Manifest I believe in that against you're not me. Choking. No, I like it. That's what really good nurses do. They're not. I'm not CPR trained. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trained to give the Heimlich. I'm trained to manifest. Roll up to the scene. Mm, let me manifest those uh, knives out of your body. Yeah. Let me manifest. Maybe if you just believed that you weren't dying of syphilis, <laughs> you wouldn't. Uh, so rip to those who died of syphilis, but I'm different. <laughs> Couldn't hack it. They simply could not hack it. Yeah. Just manifest it, y'all. That's what they say when they say believe. That's what they mean when they say believe in yourself. Because if you stop believing in yourself, you'll, you'll catch, s- like, jaundice or something crazy, and you'll die. Yeah, you'll cease to exist. You will. You have to constantly manifest yourself to remain real. <laughs> it's tough. No wonder life is so hard. I We be out here, we would be shopping, <laughs> and I'd be manifesting. <laughs> uh, well, that's going to do it for us today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. Ooh. We're but babes in the woods here, so if you want to give us your fucking money. Please. On God. We don't have real ads. Tell your dumb idiot friends. Tell your dumb, stupid friends about us and trick them into giving us money. Tell your ugly fucking loser ass friends to dig into their grimy little wallets and give us some of their disgusting cash. That's right. I just read the game and I'm going to neg you all into (laughs) (laughs) supporting this fucking show. Uh, yeah, it's a tough time, you know, tough times out for everyone, uh, especially tough to be a, a babe in the wood of a show. So please, A babe in the podcast woods. We are already don't have real ads, and now no one is doing anything to advertise. <laughs> so please, uh, send us your love in the Give form it. of money and I support. desire it. I believe that I have it, and thus you shall give it. Please manifest some more fans for us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Goodbye. There we go. Bye. 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 Bye.